Hi everyone, so I'm Joseph Michael, and what I've been thinking about recently is the unfortunate closure of the Nintendo eShop. If one lives in Europe, uh, that's actually going to happen today, uh, March 26th. I'm not going to post this video until um, Wednesday, so by the time this video releases, the eShop will already have been closed. For North America, the eShop closes tomorrow, uh, March 27th at 5 p.m. And I just wanted to discuss it because it feels a little bit uh, as dramatic as it sounds, a little bit surreal. Um, I personally have owned a 3DS uh, ever since Fire Emblem Awakening was announced. And when that game was released, I, I owned my 3DS. And although I am a bigger um, fan of Sony's PlayStation, and I do play more um, home consoles and I do handheld games, uh, such as the Xbox and my Switch, um, I always did have a soft spot in my heart for uh, the 2DS because I did grow up with the Game Boy, well not the 2DS, but just for Nintendo's handhelds, because I did grow up with the Game Boy Color and the Game Boy Advance. Um, once I got into high school though, when the DS came out, that's when I kind of fell off about the bandwagon. But when the 3D, but when the 3DS came out, <clears throat> I was in college during that time, and I kind of knew what I did like, what I didn't like. When I was younger, I kind of just bought most games, but by that point, I was in college, I knew and recognized that I was a big RPG slash JRPG fan. And uh, but again, that's why I got the 3DS in the first place was it was for Fire Emblem Awakening, and yes, yeah, so. The 3DS was officially discontinued on um, September 16th, 2020. I suppose technically that's the death of the 3DS, but I can't help but feel like the closure of the eShop, that's the death of the 3DS. I'm putting death in quotation marks because obviously as long as the individuals who own the consoles, the handhelds, if we keep playing them, if we keep discussing the games, uh, it's not truly dead, right? All the games that I bought digitally from the eShop, I am planning to, when I do eventually play it, I am planning to um, do a brief review video on those games, like for example, Castlevania 3, uh, Metroid 2, uh, Pokemon Crystal, and so forth, right? I'm, actually, I'm not going to lie, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it too, just because I'm very used to playing story-driven games. Um, sometimes it could be a little bit daunting, not daunting in terms of the narration or the gameplay or the themes that the story is presenting, but just daunting because um, you can't just turn on the game and start playing. You have to turn on the game, recall where you left off, get yourself ready if you're about to do a mission or start a side quest of some sort, go speak with someone, right? <laughs> that, I think that's more true of most games today. Um, the nice thing about games from the past and for handheld games is that typically you just pop the game in and you start playing, even when they are RPGs such as Fire Emblem um, or, or, or Codename Steam and so forth, right? I guess those are more SRPGs than proper RPGs. Uh, but one knows what I mean, right? When you, one compares Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest 7 or 8, well, Dragon, I don't even know what I was going to say the first time. <laughs> but Dragon Quest 7 and 8 and compare that to the newest Dragon Quest uh, 12, um, I would argue it's just a little bit more difficult just to pick it up and start playing again um, because of the extra elements that Dragon, 8, Dragon, 8, Dragon Quest 12 has. But with that being said, it's not like Dragon Quest Twelve. They actually do a really great job of uh, when one starts playing it. They do have a little uh, description of where one left off. Uh, oh no, wait. Yeah, I believe they do have that. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> I was just thinking out loud. Uh, anywho, but going back to the two DS dash three DS. But yeah, it, it is very unfortunate. Um, I am of the of the mind. I do understand and recognize that maintaining these stories is not free. There is some. Uh, maintenance and fee, mon monetary fee that goes into maintaining that as well. But 
a really great example I have of this to support what I'm about to say. Uh, I don't think it's probably that expensive and it's Nintendo. I, I have a feeling they could probably afford it. And the example I'm going to use for this is actually Guild Wars. So Guild Wars 2 is an MMORPG, but a lot of the Guild Wars, um, or rather Guild Wars 1, a lot of those fans um, did not move on to Guild Wars 2 just because the game was different, very different compared to the first one. Um, does one have the option of playing the first one? You would think probably not, right? It's an, MM, it's an MMORPG, but surprisingly, it's still available for purchase. You could play it, not just the base game, but all the expansions. And ArenaNet, the, um, the developers for Good Wars, they have come out and said that um, they are planning to not shut it down. As long as they're around, they're going to maintain it. Um, it's not very expensive to do so. <laughs> and if a, if a publisher like ArenaNet, or developer, excuse me, I, I get those two confused, but if they could do it, I don't see why Nintendo can't do it as well. Uh, but I know I'm doing a false equivalency. I'm comparing one game compared to a, uh, a system of purchasing games. So maybe it's not the same thing. Um, um, so maybe I'm just being a little bit rude or just selfish when I say that. But again, um, I did have... so. When it came to the announcement of the eShop, the Nintendo eShop 3DS closure, it was a little bit disappointing, but thankfully up to that point, I already had most of the games that I wanted to purchase already. The reason being because of the PS3 closure. So <laughs> when Sony announced about a year or a year and a half ago that that was going to be shut down, the PSN store, uh, there was a lot of games, uh, both uh, full games and DLC that I had yet to have purchased. And it did put, um, it did put me on high alert. But thankfully, Sony, when they, when they realized that a lot of people actually still purchase games on the storefronts for both the PS3 and the Vita, they made the option to go ahead and, and keep it open. Unfortunately for the PSP that didn't survive, that, that storefront was still closed. But thankfully for the PS3 and Vita, that's still open with some stipulations, of course. Um, <clears throat> but unfortunately with Nintendo, they, they, they didn't go back on what they stated. But thankfully, unlike Sony, Sony just said, we're going to close the store in about two to three months, I believe it was. <laughs> Not much time, but then again, thankfully, they did go back on that. Uh, but because of that scare, anything that I want to own digitally, be it for Sony, Xbox, Microsoft, Steam, and Nintendo, I decided to go ahead and stop putting it off and to start purchasing those games. And unfortunately, one of the uh, casualties of not of putting it off was Project X Zone 2. So that's a game that used to be part of Nintendo's eShop, but unfortunately got delisted. That does bum me up, bum me out a little bit. It's not the best game, but I do own the first one. I'm a big fan of when I own something. If it's not bad, it got decent reviews. I like to uh, have the sequel as well, just to see the differences between the the original and the um, the, the the later releases. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so uh, I wasn't. That's probably one of the few games that I regret not getting Project X Zone Two. But besides for that, I do own. Are the games that I do want to own. Um, also, this past Sunday, I did post a video, a brief review for the Nintendo 2DS. Uh, I'm not going to say 3DS because I own the 2DS. Uh, <clears throat> and in that video, I do have a, uh, towards the end, I, I list all the games that I own for my 2DS, uh, both physically and digitally. Digitally, So I'm not going to do that again, but I'm going to do instead, is just list the games that I decided to buy during this past week. Uh, so I am looking at a list and I'm just going to go through it. And when I see one, I'll, I'll mention Kid Icarus Uprising, Luigi's Mansion, Mario and Luigi Dream Team. So for Mario and Luigi Sega, uh, Mario and Luigi Saga plus Minions and Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser's Jr. Uh, Bowser Jr.'s Journey, 
I did buy those about a year ago, again, after the uh, PS3 closure, um, the PSN store closure. It motivated me to start purchasing games. But the one that I did not purchase was Mario and Luigi Dream Team and also Mario and Luigi Paper Jam uh, because I've heard that in terms of RPG elements, they're not the best. And also in terms of story, it's just not all there. But when it comes to Mario and Luigi Dream Team, what pushed me to get this is that um, the music, the composer, it's Yoko. Uh, let me just look her up really quickly, pardon me. Yoko, I was close, kind of. Yoko Shimomura, excuse me, I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly. Um, but she did the music for Kingdom Hearts. And I actually really do enjoy the soundtrack for that. And she also did the soundtrack for Radiant Hysteria. Man, really great soundtrack. I love it a lot. So that's basically the only reason why I got Mario and Luigi Dream Team was for the soundtrack. Um, let me go back to my list. Uh, Metroid Samus Returns. I decided to get that because I do have, I have I, my 2DS does have the Ambassador program, so I do have Metroid Fusion. And I'm not a big fan of Switches. Um, one needs to pay for the subscription to have access to the games for the Virtual Console. I much prefer just to own it and to play it when I want to play it. Um, so I got uh, Metroid 2 Samus Returns. Oh, I guess it's not called Metroid 2. Excuse me, it's a remake. Metroid Samus Returns, even though it is a sequel. Um, because I do want to play it eventually and I don't want to regret not owning it. And I do have Samus Returns. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I do have Fusion and I do have Metroid Dread, Dread for my Switch. I went like this because my Switch is over there. Um, so I don't want to miss out the boat or have any regrets. Um, so I already do own Pokemon X, Alpha, Sapphire, Moon, Ultra Sun. Um, but what I also ended up purchasing are the opposite versions of that. I didn't mention that in my other video just because um, they're actually really new purchases. I just did that. Um, uh, today is Sunday. I just purchased that on Saturday, yesterday. When I post this video, it's going to be Wednesday. So a little bit more days than just yesterday. Three to four days. Um, and the reason why I decided to double dip with Pokemon is just for... I'm not a big fan of... Um, I never... I stopped playing Pokemon when, they, when network features got implemented and being able to trade with people around the world. So I don't know, uh, I don't have any experience with utilizing that. And I don't want to, I'm not a big fan of completing the Pokedex, but that's one of the things that I'm kind of aiming to do. It's not a go, but, and I'm not going to aim to complete the full Pokedex for uh, each version, but I do want to just capture them and just complete my Pokedex. That was something I never really did. In the, or not complete, fill out my Pokedex. That was something I never did when I was young. I would just catch where I wanted and that's it and train them and that's it and just defeat the other Pokemon. Uh, but this time I really want to focus on the capture axe aspect of Pokemon. So that's why I made the choice to get Y, uh, Omega, Ruby, Ultra Moon. Um, it was for that reason. Uh, and I originally have Moon and Ultra Sun because it's the opposite of one another. Personally for me, I would have gone with Ultra Moon. Um, but again, during that time, I did that on purpose. But I'm happy because I, I own each version anyway. So... <laughs> Moving on, so I did buy some DLC for Apocalypse, Shimagami Tensei 4 Apocalypse, and also for the fourth Shimagami Tensei as well. I already owned most of the DLC that I, I already owned most of the DLC that I wanted though for the fourth one. Uh, that's why I kind of skipped over it or glossed over it. Uh, I also did get the DLC for Devil Summoner 2. Stella Glow, so that's again, I'm not usually into the chibi art style, but I got that because I do own Alliance Alive for my PS4 which kind of has a chibi art style. And when I was looking into uh, this past week, give or take, looking into just any hidden gems I might regret not owning, 
Uh, that game kept popping up, so that's why I decided to go ahead and go for it. Uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Uh, I never completed a 3D Zelda game. The only game from Zelda that I've beaten has been the Minish Cap. And I did have a Game Shark for that too. So, <laughs> um, It took me so long to get Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time just because I was unsure if I would ever play it. But as the eShop closer got closer, I realized to myself, I'd rather own it and not play it, maybe play it in the future rather than not own it and want to play it but not be able to unless I want to buy the physical copies and well, as we know the physical copies for 3DS and DS games are not really inexpensive, they're not really affordable, right? So better safe than sorry. Um, but that being said, I do own most of the other handheld Zelda games and I do have Breath of the Wild as well and also Skyward Sword, the remastered. And I am hoping for Twilight Princess and Wind Waker to be remastered on the Switch as well. <clears throat> and I do I also do own Seventh Dragon 3 Code VFD. I decided to get that during this past week because um, I've heard mixed reviews about that. But from what I've heard, it seems like something that I would enjoy. Kind of has a chibi art style a little bit, but I already have Stella Glow. So I figured to myself, hey, I have that. Let's go with this too as well. Moving on, so that's the 3DS Foo games, or rather 3DS... Uh, games made for the 3DS. I'm moving on to virtual console games now, both just the regular virtual console and the new Nintendo uh, virtual, the new 3DS virtual console. I'm only going to list the ones that I bought. Again, if one wants a full list of what I own, that is on the uh, my brief review of the new Nintendo 3DS. Castlevania 3, Defenders of Oasis, Donkey Kong Country 1 through 3. I decided to get those. Uh, <clears throat> I do know Castlevania is on PS4, but to be frank and honest with everyone. <laughs> I do use the uh, the save states a lot. I was going to say the save feature. The save states a lot. Probably a little bit too much, too often. And although I do record my gameplay on the PS4 and Xbox, um, I'm, not going to, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit, would be a little bit embarrassed just to capture myself safe scumming all the time. So <laughs> I think I'd much rather prefer to play that on my 3DS. <clears throat> Excuse me. And also to be frank with everyone, I kind of don't have any desire to play Castlevania 1 and 2. Just because I know that I do, I know they have a semblance of a story, but it's not properly presented within the game itself. Um, and then for Donkey Kong Country one through three, I personally grew up with Donkey Kong Country two, and um, again, just like with the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, I'd rather own it and be able to play it than not own it and regret not being able to play it. So, I did play a little bit of Donkey Kong Country one when I was young, but I never personally owned it myself. And for Donkey Kong Country 3, I never played that at all, so that's pretty fun. Gargoyle's Quest and Gargoyle's Quest 2. Since I got Castlevania, I decided I hear great things about that series, so I wanted to check it out. And Demon's Quest, uh, that's actually the third, the sequel to Gargoyle Quest 2. Uh, it just has a different, different name, Demon's Quest. I believe it's called something different because Demon's Quest is a prequel, um, but I might be wrong about that. Lofia for the Game Boy Color. I think it's called Lofia The Legend Returns. Uh, <clears throat> I do have Lofia for my PSP slash Vita because you can play on the Vita. Um, but it took me so long to get this one because again, like with um, Seventh Dragon, I heard mixed reviews, but I decided to put the bullet. Kirby Dreamland 1 and 2. I did have the second one when I was a kid, so for nostalgic purposes. Uh, excuse me, everyone, let me drink some water really quickly. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I need to clear my throat. Excuse me. Thank you for your patience, though. Um, 
Mario Golf, Mario Tennis. So I never played golf personally, but when it came to Mario Tennis as a kid, I did play Advanced Mario Tennis. And the reason why I picked it up is because it was actually an RPG. And it was actually a really fun game. I really enjoyed it. And Mario Golf is made by the same people who made Mario Tennis. And so I decided to branch out a little bit. <clears throat> who knows, maybe I'm going to be a big fan of that. Mega Man for the Game Boy, Mega Man 5. I decided to get that one and not the other Mega Man games from the Game Boy or Game Boy Color because Mega Man 5 is its own, it's, sorry, let me start over. It's its own iteration. And what that means is that the game was made specifically for the Game Boy and it has its own unique story to it as well. <clears throat> uh, Ninja Gaiden 1 through 3. Since it had Castlevania, I decided it always was a game I wanted to check out, especially because of the soundtrack and the story always sounded kind of fun. It's a revenge story. And, um, and yeah, so I decided to, to put the bullet because it has safe states anyways. Pokemon, the trading card game. I don't play the trading card game, but I decided to get the Game Boy Color game because sometimes I have a hankering to play card games, more specifically uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I did play the Sacred Stones and I've been, I've been debating getting um, Yu-Gi-Oh Duelist of the, I don't, I don't know what it's called. But I have to look into if it has a story and everything like that. Um, but that's why I decided to get the trading card game. I also do own Thronebreaker, the Gwent card game from The Witcher. So another case of I'd rather own it. And even if it might take me, even if it might take me a little bit to actually play it, at least I own it, versus not owning it and then regretting it. Uh, Sonic Triple Trouble for the Game Gear. Super Castlevania 4. Super Mario Brothers 2. Um, Super Mario Land 3, Wario Land. So I got Super Mario Brothers 2 and Wario Land for nostalgic purposes. Actually, in fact, I never played Super Mario Land 3 personally. I've only played Wario Land 2 and 3, which I, I was going to mention later on. And I got those two games because I did grow up with the Game Boy Color versions. Um, so for nostalgic purposes. And I've, <clears throat> I, I, I've, as someone who's never played Super Mario Land 3 and Wario Land, I've heard good things about it. And why not play the game where Wario is first starring in his first... Uh, let me start over. Why not play the game where Wario is starring in his first platformer? He did have Wario Woods, but that wasn't a platformer. That was just a puzzle game. So moving on. Uh, Super Metroid 2. Super Punch-Out. Same case of rather own it and not regret it. Uh, always hear great things about Super Metroid 2 and great things about Super Punch-Out as well. I never played Super Punch-Out, but... It would be great to have something where I could dabble, had, dabble and generate a little bit of experience. Sorry, guys, my cat was on the floor. <laughs> um, that's why I looked down. Um, but yeah, the Legend of Zelda, the Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. I do own the Switch version. I decided to get the Virtual Console version just to compare the differences between the two. And also, I'm not going to lie, I do really like that classic retro aesthetic that Link's Awakening has. I was going to say 8-bit, but I don't think it is 8-bit, right? I'm not 100% sure what Game Boy, Game Boy Color, what bit they were able to output. Um, moving on, I also do have Legend of Zelda Seasons and Ages. And then lastly, I've already mentioned it, Royal Land 2 and 3. So all the games that I just listed, those are the ones that I did not yet own into this past week, week and a half, give or take. And I decided to get those games because, again, I'd rather own them and regret not owning them in the future. The one game that I'm thinking about owning that I still don't own is Mario. I mean, I'm sorry, excuse me, is um, Luigi's Mansion 2 Dark Moon. I, I just have to do some more light research just to figure out if I do actually want to own it and play it or if I'm just uh, 
experiencing fear of missing out. I did my best to make sure the games that I did purchase were games that I personally am invested in and I do want to play. Um, I didn't want to just get games just to get them. Like, for example, I don't have uh, Ace Attorney or Professor Lighting because I'm not really into puzzle games. Um, did I want to buy them? Yeah, a little bit, but I chose not to because, again, I'm not typically into that genre of style of, 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 of video gaming. The only... Um, uh, what's it called? I'm sorry. The only... Um, I was going to say virtual novel. Visual novel. <laughs> the only visual novel that I do own will be Digimon Survive. And even then, there's two elements of SRPG gameplay. So like Fire Emblem. And besides that, I... Uh, Next closest visual novel I own is the Legend of Heroes, Legend of Heroes series. But again, I want to say it's a visual novel is because it has a lot of dialogue and a lot of reading. But I don't mind that whatsoever. But it, uh, the gameplay is still a big function of the series, so that's not really a visual novel. Anywho, if you guys ended up buying anything from the Nintendo eShop, please let me know what you bought. Uh, even though it's too late for me to go back and get anything, if you felt like I made a mistake by not purchasing something, let me know. Maybe I'll go ahead and get the physical version if possible. And if not, then I'll just have to settle with watching YouTube videos about it. Um, so thanks so much for listening. It's unfortunate that the eShop is finally closing, but hopefully you were able to uh, generate a lot of memories and games purchased through it, uh, both um, Nintendo published games that have physical editions and also just eShop exclusives as well. Have a great day. Take care, everyone, and make sure you don't just buy to buy. Um, do some light research and ask yourself, do I want to own this game um, and do I want to play it in the future? Yes or no, right? Again, thank you so much. Take care, everyone.